Petty Jean State Bank presents I Remember When, the radio series featuring the late B. Jack Wilson that aired on KVOM Radio in the 1990s. Petty Jean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Petty Jean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Petty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. In the studio, once a month, we're glad to have B. Jack Wilson out with us and kind of reminisce about some years gone by and and uh, talk about um, things that a lot of people might not have ever known or realized and others might have forgot. B. Jack, what do you got on tap this morning? What do we want to talk about? We're going to talk about Greer's new store on Main Street this morning, Stan, and uh, something uh, unusual that most of this present generation... Uh, has never heard of. This store was uh, originally founded in 1897. It goes a long way back. And I can remember when I was a kid of 12 or 14 years old trading at Whitley and Greer's at that time, which later became Greer's. But the unusual thing about stores that were in business back before the turn of the century in this uh, history of Greer's, it said that the original store hours were from 6.30 to 9 p.m. Monday through Friday and until midnight on Saturdays. Well, back in the old days, that was the usual store hours. But this new store, I, I suppose I could nominate Ray Mall as the optimist of the year because he is one merchant in this town and one citizen that's got an outlook that's it's, it's optimistic. And, and the main drag in Marlton, or as we call it, the main drag or the main street or Broadway is looking up because those of you that haven't seen this new Greer store in the former building used by the dollar store have a, an, an awakening because they have a wonderful store there. They've got a, a crew of, uh, of Ray and Craig and Clyde in the men's department there and some real nice ladies in the ladies department and uh, I'll say one thing you go in that store you don't have to file a petition or get out a search warrant to find somebody to wait on you so that's the present store and another thing that's going to help uh, Broadway uh, Darlene's Touch of Gold the jewelry store is moving into the former Greer store uh, Darlene informed me it would be sometime in September after some remodeling and redecorating. But going back to uh, Greer's store, uh, there was a lot of change of businesses back in the early years when things were rather hectic. And uh, there was different partners. V.P. Whitley at one time was a partner with uh, the original Mr. Greer. But it ended up the, the store that we're all most of the people now are familiar with was when our good friend and citizen Rags Greer ended up being the sole owner of Greer's up until Henry Roman uh, entered the business. And Henry was uh, progressed. He was a progressive merchant, but he has sold all of his interests now. 
and the store is is belongs to Ray Mall. And uh, I was in there yesterday, and they've got a beautiful assortment of merchandise. And there's no need for people to go to Little Rock to shop for merchandise like Greer's got. Uh, going back to the old days, they 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 had a a store that stocked shoes and just staple merchandise of all kinds. And uh, Mr. Greer, the the older Mr. Greer, rags his dad was the old-time merchant that believed, first of all, in satisfying the customer. I never will forget buying a pair of shoes from Mr. Greer when I was about 12 or 13 years old and wearing them home on a gravel road and discovering them they were too little. I couldn't wear those shoes. And I took them back. And even with the mutilated sole and everything, Mr. Greer said, well, son said, we'll fix you up. I'll get you a bigger pair of shoes. I'd like to try that today sometime, <laughs> some of these shoe stores. But uh, it was it was a center. Greer's was one of the main merchants in Morrison at that time. Was Mr. Greer working for his father? Orange Rags Greer, Greer R.A. Oh, by the way, I want to go back there to straighten out that nickname, Rags Greer. Everybody, all of us knew uh, R.A. Orange Greer as Rags because his initials was R.A.G. or Rags, so that was R.A. Greer. Uh, he was in there with his father for several years, and then different partnerships were formed back in the... Uh, early 1900s, there was uh, people by the name of Meadows and C.R. Wood uh, became a partner in 1904, and uh, the, up until 1908, it was Greer and Wood, and then R.L. Greer sold his interest to Mr. Wood, who changed the name to the Grand Leader. So we had a store in town by the name of the Grand Leader. But this didn't last so long, and uh, the grand leader then changed to Wood and Whitley, and one year later, in 1915, R.L. Greer purchased Wood's interest, and it got back to Greer's. So it's been Greer's, in essence, ever since 1897. Yeah. Well, now, it hasn't always been located on Main Street, has it? As far as they was at one time, uh, Rags Greer, R.A. Greer, had a, had the store around on North Moose Street for a while, but it didn't last long. And when uh, Whitley declared bankruptcy in the original site, uh, Rags moved Greer's back around on I Main see. Street. Okay. And it's it's been it's that's the original site and been there all these years. Uh -huh. uh, it's uh, it's it just gives a fellow a lift to know that that some people have faith in the future of Morrison, yeah. that they try to improve the situation and modernize and get with it, and, and they're to be complimented. And they've got, they've got a long historical background. Yeah. Let me ask you this. You said the hours were from 6.30 until 9 o'clock, Monday through Friday, and they stayed over until midnight on Saturday. Did they have two shifts of people, or did the same people come in at 6.30 and stay there all day long? Same people, same people. It was the same thing with a lot of other merchants in town. I know I was with Frank Brothers, an old-time store that went out of business in 1965, 
they were in business for 42 years in Marlton. And I worked there, and I, I got to the store in the morning about 6.30 in time to brush the cigarette butts off the sidewalk. And all, during the week, we stayed as long as there was a customer. On Saturday night, as long as there was a customer. There wasn't any union rules or union wages because <laughs> I started to work there for $9 a week, and it was long hours. Well, the bunch at Greer's, I don't believe Clyde and Craig and, and, and Ray, I, even though Ray's the, the main cog in that store, I believe he'd be tempted to give himself a raise if he had to work those hours. He might do it. <laughs> he might do it. I have visited with Romy Farley. His father had a uh, grocery store, feed store down on yeah. uh, Moose Street. And uh, he said many a nights on Saturday night they'd close up at uh, 12 o'clock at night. 12 o'clock at yeah. night yeah. on Saturdays. On Saturday night. Uh -huh. Yeah. Jack Wilson, our historian uh, this morning, talking about Greer's and the history of it. And we certainly appreciate you coming by, B. Jack. You have a good day today. Thank you. Thanks for listening to I Remember When, the radio series featuring the late B. Jack Wilson that aired on KVOM Radio in the 1990s. Presented by Petty Jean State Bank.